Welcome to episode 49 of Scuba Obsessed, the last dive of the year and the last show of the year. This week, some of the items we'll have in the news, what a dummy, number one place to dive, number one place to learn to dive, other uses for scuba gear, lionfish snacks, and the Grand Mirror Mystery Object. And as always, especially on this last episode of the year, I'd like to welcome Jim from the good side of town. How are you doing today, Jim? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, it's not necessarily the good side, just the better side. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so, uh, gosh, it's hard to believe it's been a full year. It, very bizarre. It is. To think about it. And that's a full year. That's like a, a calendar year. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't seem like uh, it, it should have. It should be this long, or this short, or somewhere no. in between. Time flies and then it, it drags, but uh, another great year. Thank you, everybody, for listening, staying, and participating in this show we call Scoob Obsessed. Uh, why don't we go the ahead and... Year has, the year has gone by very quickly. Very quickly. And uh, a whole lot of diving and and more diving yet to come. Right, so, without a doubt. As we always like to say, at least this year. We'll have to come up with new catchphrases for next year or... Uh, cliches which may be the better term for it right uh, uh, but uh time to get the news over with so the first article up on the docket and actually what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna we'll copy these these links in the chat room i don't know i don't believe talk Shoot chat actually lets you click on the links it'd be nice if they did because that'd be a brutal have to type one of these all the way in but the first one is uh what a dummy and this one, helicopter scrambles to save fishermen trapped in the ice. Who turns out to be a dummy wearing jacket to use to scare birds? <laughs> now, wouldn't you be a little upset if you uh, were uh, working at a an emergency station and you got woken up in cold weather to go fly out and rescue a uh, dummy? They had a helo on the way. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was, yeah, yeah, you would tend to get a little bit upset. <laughs> Well, and then, you know, if you read some of the, the notes at the end of the article, they, they, they said something could have but, uh, been painted on the boat. But we'll, we'll read the article real quick is uh, uh, what kind of dummy would go out boating on a trip in the weather and get stuck in the ice. That's exactly what went through the mind of a passerby who noticed a chap uh, must be from the UK stranded in his ice bound rowing boat in need of a helping hand. Uh, Specialists were called. The water rescue team of the RAF helicopter and two fire engines were scrambled, fearing a Christmas tragedy. Uh, but when rescuers arrived at the frozen reservoir, they discovered the maroon fisherman was nothing more than a mere dummy. In fact, it was a bird scare dressed in a fluorescent jacket that is just happens to be the one that he normally wears to deter uh, cormorants from swooping down and gorging themselves on trout. Uh, this is the second winter running where people have mistaken the water bar, waterborne bird scarer for an angler in distress. So it, it it's not like it's the first time that it, it's happened. Uh, <laughs> no, it sounds like he does it every every year. year. And I can understand the desire, but I, I think that maybe you might want to. I mean, because we've we've run into this in the dive club where uh, we're mistaken for drowning people. <laughs> I don't know what that says about our dive technique, but uh, I mean, you can understand where you see chunks of ice floating in the river and there's people splashing around that uh, could be mistaken. So we've gotten to the habit of we actually call uh, dispatch at the, the county and say, if anybody calls and it's here, it's us. So, right. so don't worry. Just just so they don't get dispatched. And uh, it's happened a few times. Uh, but it, but even so, so would it really would it really work? I mean, it's a dummy sitting in the boat. You don't think that the cormorant would get used to it that he's not moving and won't do anything? I don't know. I, I'm. I mean, it's kind of the idea of a scarecrow. Do they? I think they eventually get over it. I just he he must. You know, I guess since he's the rest of the year, maybe he's actually out there in a boat. Maybe it works. I don't know. But uh, then. Not something I'd be happy about. But I'm just wondering, could they paint like 
dummy on the side of the boat, hang a sign, you know, have something. <laughs> that wouldn't be very politically correct, no. Dummy? What we? You might uh, offend. Art- artificial human? Life? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know what you would do. Okay, the next one is number one place to dive. Uh, and this one was uh, the, the editors of Scuba Diving Magazine have decide, have named the number one place to dive as North Carolina. It's the best place in North America to dive with big creatures and sharks and also the number one place to dive shipwrecks. Sounds very cool. Uh, it, it's great to get that honor, but... Uh, I mean, does that change every year? I mean, when you say something is the number one place to dive, is that, I mean, and you named it for the year, is that like next year it's not? I mean, if the same wrecks are down there? Yeah, because they won't there. be able to reuse that title anymore, right? I guess. so. Because now it's it's set. Yeah. So, yeah, because at first I'm like, no, I, I think we got the number one place to dive. And I'm sure there's a lot of places that all feel like they have the, the best place to dive. Uh, we got friends down there in North Carolina, so we're going to have to go down there and, and try out and see if this uh, moniker is actually true, if it is the best place to dive. I would love to try. And then from the best place to dive to the number one place to learn to dive, and this article caught my eye just because uh, we actually had this location on last week. Uh, and it was a question in the uh, Telegraph, a UK publication it says uh, i'm planning a trip with friends to learn how to scuba dive what is the best place for diving that doesn't cost a lot and the answer was it's difficult to beat thailand so uh, yeah our friends out at buddha view yep exactly and they specifically listed buddha view as the place so we'll have a link again in the show notes so you can go and click on the article and, and see what it's about we won't read the whole thing but uh i just that one just caught my eye because it was what we talked about last week and then this next one uh, is something that I've experienced personally, which is uh, other uses for scuba gear. Uh, your scuba gear can still keep you warm in New York winters, even when you can't dive. And, well, other than being technically false, they're still diving available. I mean, you can always ice dive. But uh, that you they the gear does tend to come in handy, keep you warm. Or you could just crash these two stories together and it would be like your scuba tree scuba tree yes where you've got all of your gear hanging out from your tree do you do that for a purpose did i have scuba tree on here no at your house oh at my house oh yeah yeah it's usually this time of year i don't keep the stuff out in the tree but uh no but if you did it would keep the cormorants out of your yard oh i get it okay i'm a little slow today <laughs> that's okay that's all right or as some would say every day but uh yeah yeah I, I guess that would keep things out of the tree not that i'm too concerned about birds flying into my tree but uh that that'd be one use uh but uh what they're specifically talking about was something which i've actually done uh when my gear's actually dry it's, it hasn't been quite dry in a while uh but the you know your neoprene gloves can be considerably less bulky than traditional winter gloves and have better dexterity and are fairly waterproof so they say keep them warm and then uh, some people have done what using wetsuits for snowsuits and i have to admit i've been tempted to do that to uh to throw my uh wetsuit underneath a uh a winter coat and jeans and uh go outside my concern i'd be i actually get too warm yeah, I think you would uh, work up a sweat, and then all of a sudden it'd go down from there. Yeah, uh, but I have used the boots. The boots have come in handy. I like that little uh, grippies that the bottom has. So there's been times where I've thrown on the wet boots to go and uh, you know run out outside. So for those of you who can't bear to dive in this type of uh, wintry weather, uh, you can still feel like you're scuba diving. You know, throw your wetsuit on and uh, go out and do some yard work. Don't let your gear go to waste. Nope. And as uh, we were talking with Rich last week, uh, you know, the, we, we believe that after about three three weeks of uh, not getting uh, wet, it will actually disintegrate. So um, this could keep it live just a little bit longer. The next article is Lionfish Snacks. A new lionfish cookbook provides tasty incentive for scuba divers. <laughs> so we've, we've heard it. Have you had a chance to try lionfish? No, I haven't. Has anybody in the the chat room uh, had an opportunity? I would 
I'd try and fry one up. Yeah, I, I wanted to do the the name of the article, you know, line fish the other white meat, but I have no idea what even color the meat is. No, I don't either. Uh, plus, I, I I bet there's got to be a special way to. I mean, I mean, you're you're gonna have to have gloves on to clean this. You know, mo- most of the uh, fish we clean up here, you know, maybe a catfish might might poke you, but you know, normally you can clean a fish and not get stabbed or poisoned. <laughs> Right. You, our perch have got some pretty good uh, spikes in their dorsals, but nothing at all compared to the lionfish. Yep. I think that would, uh, you'd earn respect for that thing real so quick. It'd be a little bit like ex- extreme extreme uh, fish cleaning. It could, it right. could be a televised event, you know, like you have the, the Iron Chef. <laughs> Today's <laughs> secret ingredient, lionfish, you know. <laughs> We've got EMTs on staff. <laughs> Right, watch them trying to speed fillet those things. Oh. Oh. Or, or you know, what's that show that they've got on uh, on TV where they have all the the contestants doing something crazy? You could have them, uh, you know, who? Oh, win it in a minute. Yeah, so you could have like who can, uh, you know, who can clean the most lionfish in in a minute or something. Wouldn't that be a painful experience? But this uh, cookbook is trying to uh, encourage people to. Start harvesting the lionfish and using it. And it is a white meat, so darn, I should have used that. It says, lionfish have a delicate, mild-flavored white meat and are considered a delicacy. So I don't know. I might have to pick this up. The only problem is, you know, will there become a market for lionfish? I mean, will there be lionfish hunters out there? And, you know, are they going to fly it in on a plane so we could eat it up here in the north? I don't know. I don't know. But it would sure be nice to be able to utilize uh, some of those fish that are invading where just they ought the, not the, be. Yeah, especially if you could harvest them. I mean, we've seen what can happen when you overfish, and for an invasive species, you know, overfish away. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. I don't think it would be possible. We could open up an Asian carp and uh, oh gosh. and lionfish, and 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 garnish would be milfoil weed. Yeah, right. Yeah. See, we've got it. We we, got it all we, we could out. have the uh, the invasive uh, cafe. The Invasive Internet Cafe. That's there right. You go. Right, so I, th- I think we've had uh, the, the food portion of our, our great business idea. I'm hungry. I'm always hungry. And our final story for the week is a shipwreck that actually washed up on the shore of Grand Mere, which is here, gosh, not five minutes, ten minutes from from where I'm at. Uh, I, can, I can get over to Grand Mere. Yeah, it's not far at all. It's a it's a quick trip. So, uh, what happened is, uh, beachgoers earlier this week at, in this Bering County Park noticed something, uh, some object that recent recently uh, came to shore. Some say it's an old dock. Others believe that it was just a piece of seawood. Uh, and if you visit the park, you can see. And when and I, you actually emailed me this article yesterday and said, "What do you know about it?" And I did some searches, and I could only find this one lonely article. So uh, our ever intrepid photographer Mac, uh, you know, I said, "Gosh, you know, I wonder if there's some way that we can get to this." And you know, he he answered by going out there with his camera. So if we can bribe him, maybe we can get some photos up on the site. But uh, uh, what what did you think? You know, from the photos, is that is that a boat? It, it looks like it. I mean, it looks like there's some some curvature, and it looks like uh, one of the planks has got. Uh, an angle like maybe it had been a portion uh i don't know it makes you wonder you know what caused it to wash up was it did we have some stormy weather or, or something you know how you know that that must mean that there's something there close to the beach i would think you know because oh, well we know there is i mean right. there, there's tons of stuff there yeah but uh, unfortunately, this one's up on shore, and we're not going to be able to find it down in the water. I know that's that's why I saw that. I'm like, darn it! <laughs> I want to find <laughs> it under the water. Don't don't bring it up on land, right? Drag it back out. <laughs> we'll pull it back out there. But oh, darn. it's going to dry out. Yeah, it's going to dry out. So it, it's sitting up there. But I agree with you. I just looking at the wood. There are some people on the chat at the end of the article who were saying, no, there's no way that it can be a boat. You know, it was, they're using six inch iron nails. 
So, you know, that you would, you don't build a boat with nails, but, uh, you know, we, we've seen that, uh, you do, you can, you can use nails, uh, to build a boat in the, uh, chat room, rich, uh, Oh, absolutely. You can, but in the chat room, rich suggests uh, swim along its path. All, all the debris is still out there. Yeah, it is. Right. You make, it makes you wonder, you know, was this just something that was just a little bit offshore and it just pulled it in? Because we we know you know is this a is this a boat that was known and they just you know let it sink or or what the story is about it but um, so what I'm thinking is next spring that's another spot we could uh, you know set up a, a grid right from there heck I like yeah I I love to uh, scuba dive close to the shore so then we can go in out. the chat room we've got a positive ID on the ship if you poke your head in there is there cheddar is that the chat room <laughs> the gold contraband ship oh carrying rum too of uh-uh. course it was carrying rum rich wow all, all ships carry rum see i even bring my own with me so that way if it didn't we can pour it yeah. on and say that it was oh gosh you know it, it, in in this has been in the area where we've actually done some diving so yes yeah. So, and then we have uh, one, I'll call it final article, but it's uh, some potentially cool gear. Or this time it's it's a book. It's uh, scuba science. And this reminds me of something that we had wanted to do. We had actually wanted to do like some, you know, little, little videos on, uh, you know, showing the signs. And I happened to come across this book, and and it's the uh, Scuba Science Organization has actually published a book, and they're using the proceeds of the book to help uh, underdeveloped areas of the world uh, encourage uh, scuba diving as a profession. It's, it's pretty neat. It's uh, if you look at some of the sample pages, it's it's uh, real photographs. It's not uh, forgive me, but cheesy cartoon drawings mm-hmm. uh, it looks like it's fairly nicely laid out i agree and it's one of those that i, I think i'm gonna have to pick up i don't know let me click on the buy now button and see how much it is oh it's not gonna tell you you're gonna have to go but it's on uh you can pick it up at amazon.com barnes and nobles and uh, i'm sure other websites now have it uh the the article that originally led me to this said it was now available in canada so uh, and somebody from Canada to tell me, do you not get books up there? Do they, you know, can't export? Is it secret information? No doubt. It is all secret. So now that we've put the uh, news to bed, and, and I can't decide if this the, this next topic is a, is a positive or negative, but I think last Friday, Christmas Eve, was our last scuba dive for the year. Yeah, I'm... I have to say, I believe it was. It was for me, anyway. Yeah, I, I just don't see where uh, I can get another one in. The, now, the Mud Club is is going to do a dive, and Mac, while we're chatting, if you can type in and say, uh, have, have, are you going to an alternate site? But uh, we originally were going to be doing a dive, an ice dive, it looked like. it. We had had some really cold weather. We had ice building up on some of the inland lakes. So we thought, you know, we're going to be able to get a good ice dive in, and the club does that. And what do we have today? 50-degree weather? <laughs> yeah, and, and more scheduled for tomorrow. So the ice is all but gone. Um, even the piles at the end of my driveway are, are gone. Yeah, I, uh, the good thing about it is I, is I don't have any ice on the path to the hot tub anymore. But it's not so good if you were planning on climbing on the ice and <laughs> cutting a hole in it. <laughs> I guess you could take a right. You could, re- you could recreate it in the boat. You know, go out there and, yeah. the, and you could cut the hole in the boat. And hire a mime to show you how to do it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but the Mud Club has their dive on New Year's Eve, which one year I'm yeah. going to have to try and, I think in a, you know, my kids are almost getting the point where I might be able to to do it, but not this year. This, this right. Still, Midnight dive would be, would be fun. Oh, yeah. Okay. But uh, we need to do that, but we're not going to do the, well, well, I'm already getting into the head dive. Well, let's go back to the dive wow. we did last week. Wow. Guy was jumping ahead. It's like I can't wait to get the year over. I guess. Uh, so what was the? Uh, w- let's see. We did the dive and uh, and our, it's become a favorite spot now. I think that's 
probably it's the, close. It's fast. It's you know. Well, and there's stuff to find. You know, until we pick it clean, it's amazing. So uh, if you can't figure out from our stuttering what we're talking about, we did the dive in Niles, uh, there by the waste uh, treatment plant. Just upstream. Up, upstream. The <laughs> we got to clarify. <laughs> uh, upstream for the waste treatment plant, and we we did another river dive, and now there was a little bit of ice. We did the ice shanty again. Uh, Mac, Jim, and myself went in, and uh, you know, actually, you guys put me to shame. I thought I was going to be the you know, we're all diving wetsuit, thirty-two and a half degree water, uh, a little bit of ice skimming on the sides. wasn't quite as icy as it had been the week before, was it? No, not at all. Not at all. I, there, we, we didn't have any ice flowing down. There was uh, a little bit on the edge, but we could do a standard uh, walk-in and walk-out entry. Um, the week before, I slid down the ice to get into the water. Um, but but I but thought the, I would I would outdive you guys, and, and you you guys put me to shame. I think I was just about changed in the shanty by the time you guys were leaving the water. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it was uh, one of those things where it just – plugging right along and, and I was grubbing and, and looking for bottles and uh, got into the the zen of of looking through the gravel well you know I think what it is is I didn't bring my my catch bag with me so I, I left that at home and I think that's a lot of you know the the excitement from finding stuff and putting in the bag I think that keeps you going and keeps you warm you know once I had my hands full and I couldn't carry anymore then you start realizing how cold you're starting to get right and I, I tried a different technique um actually the last two times out there <clears throat> try and find a a large like a boulder that that slows the flow of the river down uh immediately behind it or downstream of it and i've just been digging and uh you'd be amazed at what you'll find <clears throat> that's still in in one piece yeah it's uh, kind of flowed over it and then stalled right behind that object yeah, we, we do need to do a little bit more digging. You know, we've been just cherry-picking off the top of the piles. And it's still amazing how many times you've hit the same spot that you can still find something just laying on the surface. But now it's time to be doing a little bit of digging and uh, getting down into it. Quit screwing around. Yeah, exactly. And I and I did notice that when I was downstream, and I'm going to blame you. I don't know if it was you or Mac, but I'll say it was you, that uh, there were times where I had did have to, to dodge the the cloud coming downstream uh that was probably me i had both both arms were were flailing around trying to fan the gravel out and i had a i had a pretty good uh pretty good <laughs> hole going i was probably down to my elbow or a little deeper uh kind of like a uh, german shepherd digging in the ground it had just had both feet planted and oh yeah arms are going for all you're worth <laughs> yep yeah absolutely but uh, it wasn't too bad. I just had to, uh, you know, move a little bit one way or the other, and I could get out of the cloud. But uh, I was doing a little bit digging my own, and uh, f- found a few good pieces. Uh, nothing real spectacular, but there's still a ton of tons of stuff to find out there. What, what was your best find of this week? Uh, um, got a couple of good bottles. Uh, one is an old Barks. I think it's an old Barks root beer bottle. Uh, it's bottled locally here. I don't have a date on it or anything like that. Um, you know, I don't have enough cool ones to, to so really you, get into specifics. It's just I'm happy to find a bottle in one piece that's older than me, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. That's my my gauge. If it's if it's older than me, then uh, it's a good find. No, but it, when you yeah. cleaned it up, it was Barks. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, it says drink barks it's good <laughs> it was bottled in saint joe uh i'll have to try and get some pictures i've tried to take some pictures of it and it doesn't uh eh, you know it doesn't really it's do it's it hard justice. sometimes i've in uh, it, it's all it's a lot of it's in the light i've had a few times where you have a really nice bright sunny day and you just have light everywhere and i've had some some good shots when i've done that like that uh, milk bottle that i i had that one time Right. Oh, like the milk bottle that nobody's found like that one since. Exactly. That's what you're trying to mention. Rub it in, yeah. Right. Uh, I think. And uh, let's see what I. Uh, I think my best find. I had like a little, uh, uh, like a seasoning or extract bottle. Said something flavors on it. That was that was probably the best one that that I got. And then didn't Matt get something that was really nice? Yeah. Um. He he's Matt always puts us to shame. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, we're just we're just rookies. In just 
quality. Uh, he'll he'll come up and say, oh, I saw one of those, but I left it. Those are the ones I probably found and well, you know, happy and then, about. And then he mocks you. You can tell where Mac's been because the bottles will all be stacked up. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like if you can't find <laughs> this bottle, then <laughs> you'll have them all, all up You there. know, that reminds me of when we were up at Sheboygan. It's the same doggone thing that you're talking about. <laughs> now, My son the... and I would be swimming along, checking out stuff. Oh, this is great. And I'll see something sitting right up on top, and then... I'll realize it's been staged. It's like, and then I spelled out Mac was here and he's nodding his head. Yep. So we take off and. (sighs) Yeah. uh, But, but that can work to your advantage. Cause one thing I have noticed is eyesight isn't really all that good anymore. And sometimes he'll, he'll stage stuff and he'll leave the good ones. So. Oh, (laughs) I haven't had that good fortune yet. Yeah, because there's, there's a couple I know that he staged, and I pulled them out, and he's like, hey, hey there's something on it. Because it's sometimes hard <laughs> to see, Yeah, I'm, and I'm picking yeah. on him. But uh, you know, right. so, sometimes you get a little bit of covering on in moss and seaweed on them, and they're hard to tell. So, And, and then also, I, I'm getting the point where, especially at, towards the end of the dive, if I still have room in the catch bag, I'm pulling mm-hmm. those out because I'm just going to find it, rediscover it again if I don't take it out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I'll tell you, when I was uh, down there, I had my heart racing. I thought for sure I was on the mother load. The the boulder that I was working had a plank, and it was probably eight feet long by, uh, gosh, foot and a half to two feet wide, and it had wedged itself up against this boulder, and where it had done that, there was all sorts of debris and, and things that had stalled behind it, and it looked like it was, well, in my mind, it was from an 1850s ship at the time but you know it was probably only a couple of weeks old so i'm digging through there and i find this glass cylinder and it's about i don't know six inches in diameter five six inches in diameter and what i could see was five or six feet long going in both directions under the gravel i thought i was on to something <laughs> it was a, it was somebody's malt liquor 40 ouncer i think oh, <laughs> there's a, there a giant beer bottle it's like doggone it <laughs> Are you kidding me? See, and, and that one uh, kind of breaks the rule. I think that was younger than we were, so. Oh, not funny. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that could be a pirate ship there. You know, it could have made it up past the dam. And... Well, I was sure. I was sure it was. Oh. Anyway, it was fun. It was a good dive. Um, well, it... Had fun. Really appreciated the uh, the ice shanty again. Oh, that, that was nice. Oh, that was nice and warm. Oh, and the coffee was amazing. It just tastes better. Not everything tastes sure. better after a good dive. Sure. It, but you know, one thing in all seriousness, I can uh, something that I learned last weekend was my hands weren't as cold as they had been in the past, and my feet were fairly comfortable. But I had some shaking that was going on afterwards, meaning that my core temp had had started to come down a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, uh, you know, just because your hands and your feet aren't numb, don't use that as a, a warning sign. Uh, you've got to kind of keep keep aware of, of what's going on. Um, and that's a good point because I think what's going on is as we've got to the to the situation where, or the 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 I'll say experience or, or training, but as as we're getting to where we're eliminating the the cold spots. The spots on our body that we're getting cold because maybe our hoods are too thin or our gloves are too thin is what we're, we're losing some of those uh, signals that let us know that we're getting cold. Because as soon as you get in the water, it's a race for you to lose heat. There's, there's no way around it in a wetsuit in water that's at zero Celsius or 32 Fahrenheit. You're losing heat. And it's just a matter of time. If you, you know, it doesn't matter how much of a he-man you are. It's a race to hypothermia. So if you're losing it all at the same level and you start to become conditioned to where you can accept it, that that can almost become a dangerous thing. So, uh, you know, know your limits and what rate you're at. Uh, you know, for us as uh, wetsuit divers in open circuit, you know, we have air as a limiting factor. So because uh, mm-hmm. uh, you you I mean and we're only in and the another thing the, the dive times go up because we're only in about eight ten feet of water so it's easy to have a lot longer 
air supply than what we're accustomed to. Yeah. Yep. You you've got uh, you're not limited by your your uh, breathing gas. It's purely how long you can stay in the water. So that was it for that dive. I and 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 oh, one one kind of one final thing about it with doing all this diving, we were you know we've we kind of kid sometimes and say you need to dive every month, but it really does keep you that that muscle memory to getting the gear on and everything together. Uh, it keeps that in tune because even the if repetition. I if I miss say you know we go two weeks but without a dive and then the third weekend. I have to concentrate a little bit harder to make sure I get all my my gear together or, or just the routine, you know, loading the vehicle up, getting everything in, getting it out, cleaning it up. It just seems that after three or four weeks, that that's a little bit more of a challenge. So, you know, go out there and dive and keep up those uh, that muscle memory and that skill, and, you, and you'll be thankful for in the spring. <laughs> We've seen mm-hmm. some of our fellow dive club members that first dive that they've done, and they've t- they took four or five months off. In the winter, you know, some of our, our dive club members, actually their last dive will be New Year's and then they won't get back in the water to April. That's a long time. It, you know, before I got the bug, it didn't seem like it was so long. But now, yeah, that's a that's a long haul without uh, hooking up your regulator and jumping in, isn't it? Yes, that is. And I, I couldn't imagine doing it anymore. Uh, I have to get in. I get grumpy, too. You know, if I haven't, if I haven't gone diving in a while, that horrible. It is. Well, it, it's, and you really don't even notice it. And but when you get done with a dive, it's, it's, it's like a drug. It's uh, medication. You know, I, I think if 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 you're a man and you're on Prozac or some drug like that, you should take up scuba diving because it's for me when I when I get out. It's like all the pressure of everything I'm dealing with at work and and family life has just kind of all gone away. I'm just like completely relaxed. Kind of like you you get a little bit of that even if you're not a scuba diver and you do the swimming. You ever do a good swimming in the pool in the summer? Mm -hmm. And after about two or three hours and you get out and you just like everything's just – you've used up all that energy that you had, any any nervousness, I guess. Something that's funny is, you know, as we take – uh, part of scuba is the social aspect, um, you know, going out with friends and meeting new friends and things like that. Uh, but my wife can look at the pictures that we've taken that day when I bring them home and, and show her. And uh, she can tell which are pre-dive and which are post-dive because I've got a, 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 a bigger smile on my face post-dive <laughs> than I do pre-dive. And uh, she pointed that out, and I, I go back and I look at him. And, yeah, you're right. Oh, I, I, I definitely believe that, and and you can feel it. But you talk about the social aspect too, and, and that's one of the great things about diving was that pre-dive. I mean, what did we spend? It was it was below freezing air temperature wise, but probably about 28 or 25. And we're standing out in the back of the truck. We got a shanty that's warm. We're all standing out, just chatting probably for about an hour and right. i think i think the only reason we we finally went and got in because we knew that uh we would get challenged later on what took so much time if we didn't right. eventually get to dive in yeah there's accountability no doubt about it so uh okay so that that did it for the last dive and then our next dive will be next year next year so saturday january 1st we're going to be up in holland michigan uh, up there at the state park in the Uh, channel right off the river yep yep so if you're in the area and you don't know about where the dive is going to be drop us a line we'll we'll tell you where it's going to be at uh i don't know who actually puts it on i but i know people from all over pretty much the west side of michigan are going to be either down there or up there depending on where your location is. So it's right. a great time uh, there in the, the the river or channel there in Holland. So uh, looking forward to it. We did that dive. Is it going to be the same spot you think as last year? I think that that was right there by the state park. I believe so uh, because it sounds like it's easy to get to, um, you know, with the, the channel there. It's kind of out of the current if that's what you're interested in. Um, yeah. It's got a pretty good drop off further out and uh my my family's actually from that that area i got family it's still up in holland 
Uh, my grandfather had a marina up there. And I was telling my dad tonight that we were going to go diving. He goes, oh, right there by the old hotel and resort. I'm like, where is that? <laughs> Ooh, hotel and resort? Yeah, I guess right there by that, uh, what's now a state park, was an old hotel and resort. So, hmm. huh. yeah, exactly. Cause this last... may not just be a get wet dive. No, no. Well, and, and I think we're in a little bit better uh, cold water condition than we were last year at this time. Because uh, you know, we had done the turkey dive. We did the dive there at the dam. And then we did a couple dives uh, farther, you know, closer to the mouth of the river, but nothing of any time. I mean, we weren't doing the, the times down and we've really gotten the cold water system down. So I'm thinking we might be able to, uh, uh, get a little bit more in, uh, cause, cause last time we just, you, you were fighting that, uh, the free flow and yeah. Yeah. I had, uh, um, I was diving a different regulator, uh, last year and i'm not going to have that problem this year you know i just had kind of a a a quick panic attack i realized both my tanks are empty (laughs) that was and you and you admit that in front of everybody oh well you know you're something (sighs) at least i got my gear dry this time i I feel that's an accomplishment my gear mine's not Uh oh You better get started. You're running oh, out of time. Yeah. No, I, waving it out the window. Yeah, I did that the last, well, not last time, but the time before it I'd gone a little bit long. I mean, I had washed it. I just hadn't hung it up. So it uh, didn't quite warm up. But <laughs> so, yeah, I think we might be able to find uh, something. I'm, uh, last year I found some door hinges and a latch and, you know, a few odds and ends, but we really didn't cover a whole lot of ground. We pretty much did a really tight circle uh, yeah um not having to worry about the freeze throw free flow and and things like that i think we'll be a little bit more comfortable and uh do some more exploring yeah yeah so uh, Rich says he's got some bottles that you could borrow if you want to drive all the way over there <laughs> i want to borrow some bottles for <laughs> that's okay no not bottles but but tanks oh oh yeah i, I think i know yeah and and yeah, we'll have to talk to Rich after the show about some of our our, our thinkings that we've been doing. But uh, yeah, so that's it. So we're going to get a dive in, and then we'll have the first Scuba Obsessed season two next Thursday. Underway, so, uh, coming on the way. So uh, you know, there's a good opportunity if there's anything you'd like to see change in the show, anything that. Uh, you thought that was exceptionally great or bad or otherwise this last year. Also, we'd like to maybe do a little review of some of the bad scuba jokes of the year. So if you've got uh, any bad scuba joke requests, uh, what was the worst bad scuba joke? What was the best one? Go ahead and drop us a line or post it on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash scuba obsessed. Tell your friends about it. Maybe that's what we should do is say, here's a here's the challenge for all our listeners is get one other person to listen. Uh, we, we definitely love to have some more listeners. Also, uh, if you just can't figure out what to do on New Year's, uh, it's been kind of slow, go ahead and, and head over to iTunes and do a five-star review for us. We'd love to get those. We'll read those on the show as well. That would be beautiful. And then, uh, again, you probably found us on our, our website or, or maybe not. So if you haven't, it's scubaobsessed.com. You want to drop us a line, you can email us at the show at scubaobsessed. We also have Twitter accounts. Uh, we have a, the show's Twitter account is Scuba Obsessed on Twitter. You can follow me, Darren Jilson, D-A-R-R-I-N-J-I-L-L-S-O-N, at Twitter. And you can follow Jim, uh, J. Kleeman, J-K-L-I-E-M-A-N-N, on Twitter as well. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, we, we, we've about done it to another year, and, and we're getting close to the end of another show. So uh, I thought maybe this might be a good time... Uh, you know, we could do what, you know, some of the cliches that other shows do. You know, why, why should we be any better than they are? Uh, so uh, we can start with uh, just kind of reviewing the year in general. What what was your best dive of this year? Oh, um, you threw me on the spot. Yeah. What's with that? <laughs> um, I would say uh, one of the dives that I did up in Sheboygan um, with my son, and I can't remember the shipwreck that we hit, Um but that was uh, certainly will stand out in in my memory and in his as well. It was a 
was a great day. We all all ran out and dropped in for, you know, 30 minutes or so down on an old shipwreck, and uh, it was a, a great day. How about you? You, you? I think you stole my uh, my thought right there because I'd have to say the same thing, that that was the best dive of the of the year. You know, and I would say that whole weekend, if I was going to cheat in broad stroke, is uh, up there in Sheboygan was the the just the whole you know the the water was clear the diving was great get that many dives in uh i'd have to say a close second was probably the iron sides and i'm sure all the old timers who dove on it when it was much better shape shape are laughing but that to me was just an amazing dive to come down on that well with that you got a real sense of uh sense of history as you dropped in you could you could clearly see things um you know it wasn't a rubble wreck like no. like a lot of the other ones that we had seen which i i still enjoy diving um, oh yeah I'll, I'll dive all those rubble wrecks anytime but that was probably the most complete wreck until that one in sheboygan that we had seen so uh it, it's nice how every wreck just makes us want to dive more and more right uh, it was the wreck of the St. Andrews. I just looked through my log. Exactly. Yep, that was a that was a that was a nice wreck, St. Andrews. If you can get up there and dive on that, and next year I want to get more wreck dives in up there because there's some other great wrecks as well. Uh, how about the worst dive of the year? See if yours matches what mine is. <laughs> um, <clears throat> probably our our first foray into pier diving. Um, that would. If I had to look at um, diving on the river side of the North Pier, was uh, it was a learning experience. But as far as a dive, I don't know that I would call it a good dive. No, I, I agree with you there. I, uh, you know, it, like you said, I, I learned because we climbed down the ladder. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, and so I had my dive light hanging there. The dive light falls behind the rung on the steel pier. And, uh, and, and the ladder doesn't go all the way down. So by the time the dive light got there, there's no rungs under my feet. So I'm suspended by one arm, <laughs> half in and half out of the water. It, 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 <clears throat> chuckling aside, it could have been, you know, it could have been a, a, a bad situation. Yeah. And it, it proves that, you know, what have we been taught? No danglies. Um, and there's a good example for it, but it ended up okay. Yeah, you got yourself out of that one. Yeah, and uh, well, and it, it just if that was a real situation, the the thing to do would be to plan and use a different type of light. I mean, it's a valid dive light, but just for that environment and and how it was, it just wasn't appropriate for there. But the viz on that day, that's what really made it a bad the dive <laughs> was inches. I mean, you well, couldn't see anything. That was. Probably the last. Is that the worst of the worst for you? That was. Yeah, that was. I, I don't have any that are are worse. Uh, probably a close second, and it really wasn't bad, but could have been bad. Was the uh, insects in the regulator? <laughs> <laughs> now I wish I'd have been there to see that. Um, but you know that taught me a lesson too. I, I I've got a roll of tape that if my tanks don't have a, a valve cover, they're covered with something. Well, and, and not only tanks, but anything. I mean, you can have yeah. your your BC uh, inflator that should, uh, you know, yep. you leave that out. And I, I'm bad about that because, you know, I have a farm. So, you know, we treat the barn almost like a garage or I've got sheds you treat like a garage or, you know, you, and you, you put stuff out and, you know, maybe I let something dry and it dries overnight. You know, it doesn't take long for something to go and decide that's a home and and fill it up. Yeah, to to yeah. your. Uh... I mean, there's been more than once where I've had ants in my BC, and and there's nothing quite like loading your gear into somebody else's vehicle and there's like ants scurrying on it. <laughs> it's like they, they give you that look, and you're like, oh, well, uh, here, let me brush that off. It, I'm I'm not infecting you with anything. So. That's right. No, it's not contagious for the most part. I don't think. Oh, so that was uh, the worst dive. Um, it, from, from a diving perspective, what are you looking for most uh, this next year? Um, you know, this next year I'm not looking for seeing things. I'm, I'm looking for learning more this year. I want to be a better diver. Um, 
I think this this past year we've both gotten uh, a lot of experience in um, less than ideal conditions, put it like that. Um, and and I think it's it's done us good. And uh, that's that's my goal this this coming year is to become just a better diver. Yeah, I think that's a great answer. Uh, you know what what I'm looking forward probably most is uh, just upgrading some gear. You know as as the money allows just taking what we've learned. I, I think I've got a good basic kit, but everything just needs to be upgraded. So it's going to be a year of uh, tweaking. You know, I, I need a, I might change out my dive light. You know, we're both looking for dry suits. Uh, and then also I'd have to say, uh, you know, this last year was just taking advantage of what's already there as far as uh, diving, mm-hmm. what other people have done. And I'm looking for this next year of actually, you know, giving back. You know, maybe we can find something that other people would dive on. Right, and um, the, the like the the wreckage that washed up on the beach um, the other day, they're out there. Um, you know, they may not all be in one piece like uh, the optimum wrecks, but but they are out there. There's a lot out there that haven't been found yet. Oh, and then. Uh... Uh, you know, is there anything in, in particular you're thankful for for this last year? Um, you mean as far as scuba? Yeah, scuba as, or, as as, yeah, just, or just you know, I am, uh, I'm tickled to death that we've gotten associated with a club. Um, you know, that uh, we've got some mentors, we've got some, we've <laughs> we had some funny moments this past year uh you know some serious moments and uh, i think we've learned from from all of them i know i have uh everything that that i've been i've experienced this year i've learned something from um, you know uh, we've had a lot of great guys take us under their wing when you know we've slowed them down you've got to admit oh yeah uh, and uh, and they've had patience with us and and uh, hopefully we can repay that as we get some more experience and, and these guys have been great. I mean, if you're if you're out there and you're a new diver or, or thinking about diving, get yourself affiliated with a dive club. You know, ask ask the dive shop. They should be able to tell you who who the guys are who are getting their tanks refilled two or three times a week. You know, if there's a club or even just a group of people who like to dive, go ahead and get connected with them. And yeah, you know, it it's been great. Uh, they and I think they've dove more of it. And in fact, many of them have even said that that they're they're diving more because we're we're diving. Everything's new again because oh, they get to, yes they get to show us. You know, all all all, all their buddies. You know, it's mm-hmm. about the you know I don't want to go there again. But I, I've even gotten some of those old, some of those guys to go back to places they don't like to dive. And uh, things can change. You know, we've all had uh, that lake that was clear go cloudy or a cloudy lake go clear. So even that old dive site that really wasn't the greatest, mm-hmm. you got to give it another shot. It might, might come back. Yeah. And, uh, and just throwing this out, uh, rich in the chat room, uh, type that uh, dive centers are also dive clubs too. And, and that's true. If you're, uh, if you've got an, an active, uh, dive center or a, a good local dive store that, uh, supports and participates in these kind of things, that is the the best thing. Well, Get hooked up with some experienced divers that that dive. Exactly. And dive yeah. locally. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's okay to go take a trip. I mean, we all want to do that. We all want to go to uh, Thailand or you know Australia or, or Florida and and or Mexico and do some of these great dives. But there's plenty of diving in your own backyard to go ahead and do. So to go out and do that as well. Yeah. Um, now that's not to say that they, if if you're uh, um, in Australia or Thailand or anything like that, that they should travel up here to dive in in Paw Paw Lake like we do in the early spring. Um, they could probably take advantage of what they've got locally too. Well, yeah, they they can dive locally, but I I would encourage them to come on up. We'll go ahead and take them in the Paw Paw Lake <laughs> <laughs> or Lake 16 or Lake Michigan. Right. You know, right. You know, now, I, I, Lake I, Michigan is uh, their nothing wrong with that no well in in when i saw that number one dive location in the world i'm like you know what i think we're we're pretty blessed to have the the quality of diving that we have here Uh, so and then also one thing that i think we can all be thankful for is that uh we we had uh no injuries or or problems with anybody diving this year in in our club 
and the people who we know personally. Right. So, yeah. I mean, a, a safe diving season is, is always great. Yeah, that's not to be taken lightly. Um, if you if you factor in the number of dives for everybody, um, in you know that we know of firsthand, I don't know of anybody who's had a problem this year, and, and that's a good thing. And then predictions. You know, it seems like every every podcast show or or network always has to have predictions. So uh, let, let's uh, break out some predictions as far as gear. What do you, you what kind of things do you think we're going to see this next year in gear? Oh, in new gear? Yeah. Well, maybe not even new gear to us, but just in, in new things that are available. You know, I, I think we're going to start, we're going to continue to see uh, cameras come down in price and be more affordable, I hope. <laughs> I hope. And, uh, you know, the inspiration, or, uh, not inspiration, I just mentioned a name, but the uh, um, the rebreathers, closed circuit diving um, is... Yeah growing by leaps and bounds um that's a long way off for me to even consider but it, it's fun to watch and think about yeah I, I i agree with you there uh my my hope on the rebreather front is that when it does come that we're not going to have to compromise what i'm what my fear is there's going to be a rebreather that i can afford but it's going to be like rebreather light you know it's going to be mm-hmm. yeah it's a rebreather but it's not quite so you're going to be going <laughs> and saying well you know for 2500 i can have this or but you don't want to do this and you can't do that with it and then you know you're die you know so the compromise i just i you know i, I like to buy nice stuff and and have it and i'm just right. afraid that's what's going to happen which is it's it's going to be a good thing it's going to make it more accessible to more people, but I just hope that they take the quality. You know, I, it's kind of like the plasma TVs now. You know, where you can buy a a 50 inch plasma TV that's better than any plasma's ever been, and it's now you know 700 dollars, and it was 10 grand four years ago. That's what I'm hoping happens with rebreathers. That it will. That they it's it's better. It has all the features. You can use it like it. You know, there's nothing that drives me more crazy than a manufacturer artificially making something cheaper or uh, less quality just to differentiate it between their premium brand, which they make, they can make a ton of money on. So I wanted to, I want to genuinely be as good as the equipment they got now, but at a price that's maybe a quarter of what they're currently going for. Yeah, I I think it'll happen. I mean, as they start to look at not long ago, the rebreathers were one-offs. I mean, you know, um, they're just now coming into mass production. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I definitely see the trend. So, you know, if you get them in the mass production, uh, you know, somebody, uh, larger, you know, and maybe they're going to have to buy the experience. Maybe they need to, to buy a smaller company who's been doing it, but they know how to market it and sell it and get it out there. So uh, I agree with you on the rebreathers. Uh, I think my, you know, my prediction for gear is going to be that we're going to see more of these these personal type devices, and they've been promising them for a while. You know, we can call them underwater GPS or uh, something when you're on the surface where you have the the radio that can call. You know, we've seen the little personal e-perps and and things, but I think that you know this could be the year where those become practical or more common. Especially, especially for those people who dive uh, big open water, um, what a benefit that would be! Yeah. And uh, you, you mentioned the the underwater cameras. I think that's definitely going to have a trend. It'd be nice just to to have some housings or, or cameras that were automatically waterproof to 150 feet. Mm-hmm. Well, over the last years I've been watching, it's uh, they've come down, and that's not something that interests me to the point of going out and buying a new setup because I've got a bunch of other gear in mind but uh okay so uh as far as gear uh what do you think uh one of our best dives will be next year what what dive are we going to have to to try and get in i have no idea i'm gonna have to take it as it comes uh you know just take advantage of the time time that's there um i'm honestly looking for just taking the boat out and and splashing over a a simple wreck in the spring, you know, some of my buddies and my, my son and hanging out at the bottom and then coming back up and hanging out at the top for a while. 
I have to agree there. I mean, I, um, there, there isn't a wreck that's just like burning in my mind that I have to go and make sure that I dive on. Uh, you know, maybe get a little bit more travel in than we did last year. I think yeah. now that we know enough when we do travel to enjoy it a little more, because I was a little skeptical. You know, I kept on hearing these people, and, and again, as I had said in the previous shows, uh, that I, maybe I was just concerned that you know, I hate being disappointed. I hate getting all excited about something. You get there and you go, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. But I, but I think now with what I've seen and you know, we 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 understand enough that when somebody talks about a site and uh, from the the history and nostalgia that you, you hear about it of the of what we're going to see. So I, I think we're going to have a little bit better chance of uh, enjoying what it is. You, you know, that uh, maybe not so much that we're less concerned about some of the other parts, but we're going to be able to really enjoy the the great parts of getting onto a new wreck. Uh, I, I'm looking. One thing I do want to try is get more multi dives in. It seemed mm-hmm. like the first half of this year we were getting the dives in, but it was like a dive. So yeah, that uh, that's going to be a lot of equipment and uh, uh, you know going dry. Yeah, going dry so it's, and it's not miserable for for the second go round. Yeah, um, and then also maybe some bigger tanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is definitely going to be the year for for looking at, at new equipment and expanding, going to the next level of, uh, you know, moving moving to the next step. Oh, okay. Well, in, in, anything else that we should try and do a prediction for? <laughs> Every time I've tried to do a prediction, it's fallen flat. Um, so I, I, think, I think I will uh, stay out of that. Yeah, you, know, you know, maybe we'll have we'll do some uh, we'll have a couple world famous guests on the program. They're just clamoring to get on the show. So, uh, you know, I understand Paris Hilton dives, so maybe we'll get her to come on. You think so? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe James Cameron. I was Cameron. holding my breath. You know, yeah, no, I have no connections there. There's, you know, <laughs> about as about as close as I came to Paris Hilton would be staying in a Hilton. Uh, there'd be, Aha. there'd be, uh, I'd, I'd have to stay in one of the knockoffs <laughs> yeah. <Is> it... <laughs> discount, the discount, the, yeah. the, the almost Hilton's. Right. So, uh, but, uh, you know, and yeah, maybe, uh, you know, maybe we'll, uh, we'll hit Dima this year. I don't know. Dima's going to be in Florida. So maybe we can make a multi-purpose trip. You can kind of disguise it as a, uh, a vacation to visit family that just happens to be there at the show. And you sort of know my family that's down there so yeah you could oh i have no problem i i will <laughs> they, they are my best friends <laughs> in the world and i've got i i know a lot of people in florida it seems to be there's uh, quite a connection with with our part of michigan it seems like everybody went down to florida Boy, to live. yeah and uh so I'll, I'll i'll go and you know pull some strings and um you know we're i, I think work's going to be busy this year and I've got some vacation time, but I don't have quite the vacation time I'd want to. So I think, yeah, um, yeah, I've got, I've got to do a trip to DC in March. So we'll have to see. But I'd love to be able to get a a good long uh, vacation. Where we get some diving in. Gosh, I, I'm, God, I might have to actually manage my vacations this year. I I had been banking so much up, but uh, you know, I'm, I, I think I'm just about at the end of this week, which I've been off this week on vacation. I'm about down to zero. Well, you're timing it about right. Well, I think we've done it to another episode, and and I think my my Christmas and New Year's gift is that we'll do no scuba joke this week. So I don't have anything prepared unless you've got one that you want to pull <laughs> I out. Sure don't. No, <laughs> I wouldn't even try and uh, steal that thunder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you you don't want to have the 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 joke mock no. put the hit out on you or anything. No, so. not at all. So, uh, gosh, I think it's time to say goodbye to 2010. And hello to 2011. And uh, hopefully everybody else is going to be able to get out on a New Year's Day dive or or something or or start diving shortly thereafter. Yes. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, yeah, make make a a new – oh, we forgot the one thing that everybody does. Uh, Should we do a New Year's resolution? Um, You first. Okay. I'll, I'll take this one first. Uh, my New Year's resolution is going to be to require uh, less weight on my dive belt. 
However, and I, I'm leaving that open because it could be just a matter of dropping a small 20 or 50 pounds of, of, of my weight. Not I can't, not that much on the dive weight. But right. I, if I can't drop the weight legally, then I might go to steel tanks. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. I, I'm confident I'm going to be able to achieve this. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to. You'll either do it mechanically or by uh, yeah. bio. <laughs> all right. Okay. What's yours. That's that's pretty good. I think I've I've realized that uh, um, in order to be a better diver, I'm going to have to take a little bit better care of myself. So uh, the weight thing off my belt, I don't know, but uh, I think I've got to get in a little bit better shape for for lugging tanks and throwing them in and out of the boat and so forth. So I, I think we both have almost the exact same uh, <laughs> the resolution. So uh, and it's kind of boring because that's what everybody else. Oh, you know, talk about cliches! It is, but uh, it's a good one. So I'm I, I I thinking about the idea, and part of it is is just doing it. Uh, I was cleaning the basement today, going up and down the stairs, huffing and puffing. I'm like, come on, it's only steps. My mind doesn't realize I'm in as bad of of physical shape as my body is. So, you know, I I still want to go and and do and, you know, we're we're getting that point. You got to take care of yourself or or you can't do it. And then, you know, my biggest fear is is going to the doctor and not passing a physical, you know, where he says, and what are you doing for Abby? You don't need to be going down. So that would be that would be a, a blow. It, it would be. I mean, that would be, you know, we're scuba obsessed, but it's not worth dying over. And I want to keep doing this for as long as I can. So, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I mean, there's been periods this year where you just eat crap and you can't do that. So you got to watch out. You don't want to be clogging your arteries or having bypass or you can have a stroke or an aneurysm. And you just need got to take care of ourselves. So. So that's something I, yeah. I'm going to be working on right there with you. Well, well, all right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, maybe we, maybe we need to. I I just have uh, I just have this mental vision of climbing. I don't know why. It's just uh, you know, so Are you maybe, crazy. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I just it feels like uh, that that seems to be the so maybe it's going to be stairs. Maybe maybe we need to do a, a lighthouse. We need to find a, a a tall lighthouse that we can climb up and down or something. I don't know. Uh, We've got a, a resolution from uh, uh, Rich in the chat room. Another resolution is to dive every month. That's a good one. That that is a good dive one. Dive every month. Yes. And but does a res? I mean, we already do that. So I, I think if you're not, if you didn't do, you know, if you haven't done, if you haven't dove every month of a year before, go ahead and take that as a resolution. I mean, mm-hmm. what a great resolution that is because there's really no downside to it. No, it's not. And you know what? You said it before. You will be a better diver um, in setting up your gear. Um, you can laugh at the, the river dives or the pawpaw lake dives or, or anything. Insert your local mud hole name here. But you're doing you're doing the same setup. You're doing the same entry. You're doing the same exit. You're doing... Uh, um, 99% of those items are the same except for the, the 20 or 30 or 40 minutes that you're in the water or whatever it happens to be. Um, you know, in my mind, that's that's nothing but a good a good thing to have. It's win-win. So certainly uh, go out there. Did and, I rant and, enough on that? No, that, that's, that's a great one. I, I like that one. Uh, we did it. I think we both successfully did it. And then we're going to have to come up with some sort of, of award or something. So... As you're diving this year, make sure you're keeping your your logbooks up to date. Uh, take some pictures uh, of you, and and maybe what we need to do. And I'm still working. Uh, uh, we'll be hopefully for the next episode, we'll have some sneak peeks of some of the stuff that we've been working on. But uh, you know, you have to have some way of proving that you dove every month next year. And maybe we'll come up with something that we can we can give out to uh, scuba obsessed divers. Some show us some photos. Yeah. Of you on your on your favorite dive site. Um, yeah. Like to like to see some of that. You know, if you're if you're ice diving, show us show us where you're yeah. diving. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to get some swag together, some hats and stuff that you, you know, we we want a collection of uh, people, you know, showing the the non-existent scuba obsessed logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we gotta work on that. Oh, uh, and if you have any ideas, you know, also, seriously, if you if you know, and and this is one of those things that's embarrassing. It's a cobbler. Cobbler's kid has no shoes. 
you know, I've designed mm-hmm. logos for hundreds of different companies. I can't do it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I've, I've got pages and pages. I mean, I've got all the software do it, you know, Adobe Illustrator and, and stuff. So uh, it, it, this, it, it just, it doesn't meet what I wanted to do. It just comes across as, is corny so i've just got tons of stuff uh that's kind of like my next item i've got all these things that i've that's holding up i just we just need to get out there and do a scuba obsessed logo ah so um (laughs) i think we've done it yeah um and uh in january we're going to be on another program uh coming up we'll we'll, uh, watch the twitter feed and the scuba obsessed website and you'll find out what we're on so not only you catch us on here but we have another show that we'll be doing a guest appearance on so uh, and, and it, it's actually from what i understand is it's going to be video so ugh. oh no I, I i yeah exactly so i you know right now i'm in my speedo and uh you know <laughs> that's fine but i don't think they're really going to want me up there on the show doing a the speedo so can uh, i say but, i just appreciate the technology that allows us to do this from two different locations <laughs> i'm thankful for the technology that we don't have to be sitting next to each other well uh, skype this. is coming out with video skype so you know we can... <laughs> well i know but let's just not go there <laughs> uh so yeah so this Aye, so gosh it's like I, I almost don't want the year to end now well it's too late you gotta let it go uh, we'll have to. So I think on that note, we'll go ahead and uh, say goodbye to 2010. Again, we want to thank everybody for listening. It's been a great year. We started off with just a handful of listeners, you know, uh, uh, and it's slowly grown from there to the community. And, and we'll have to come up with a nickname, too, along with the logo uh, for, for all the Scoob Obsessed listeners. So thank you very much. We really appreciate you listening to the show. and mean it when we say it so until next year go out there and get wet and dive safe okay thanks everybody anybody want to come on we can open up the chat room we'll do a post show chat like we did last week we won't have any snacks or drinks no snacks or drinks Unless Craig wants to bust out a couple from in the fridge. Let's see. You there? How you doing, Rich? Hold on, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna probably get I gotta get you off. Okay. You there. Uh, How you doing, Rich? Hold on, I gotta pause right. it. There we go. All right, now the, the, I had to get off the other one. Okay. Hold. On, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit pause on the recording and I'll get another one. Just kind of uh, yeah. Hit pause. Craig says he's game if you can call him. Yeah, I got him. Call him.